0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
1: But I also promised a good gra- a good guest, and I'm giving you a great guest right off the top. Tonight, it airs on Impact Plus and the Ultimate Insiders on YouTube or on Fight TV, wherever you're going to watch it. This man takes on his newest mortal enemy joe henry today we have the one and only very excited to welcome him on simon miller joins us now how you doing
2: I'm very good thank you guys it is a pleasure to be here i enjoyed that weird opening i like looking at <laughs> vince mcmahon's mustache and yeah i'm just ha- i'm having a good day i'm having a good week pretty damn crazy but no thank you so much for having me on
1: cheers it's good to have you it's good to yeah, thanks for joining us bring you on yeah so Let's let's just get right into this match. So it's going to air tonight on on Impact's uh, various areas of, of airing. You're taking on Joe Hendry, and this all started with food fight. Well, it started a, a little bit before that with your ups and downs, and then it became a food fight. So give give us a little bit of the background of the story with Joe Hendry.
2: Absolutely. So obviously, you know, Impact celebrated you know a milestone when they had uh, a, a recent show. It was Impact 1000, I believe it was. So, you know, we at What Cultures decided, well, you know, we don't give enough love to, to love to Impact Wrestling. We would love to, but anyone that frequents, <laughs> you guys will know, frequents uh, internet wrestling community, there's a lot of content, and trying to squeeze out more content sometimes can be hard. And all I did, hands up, look, nice, innocent Simon Miller over here. All I did was not particularly, you know, enjoy... What Joe Hendry had done on that evening. That's not to say that Joe Hendry isn't a wonderful pro wrestler. That's not to say that Joe Hendry hasn't made strides in the wrestling business over the last few years. But as I talked about, he took it the wrong way and he decided to try and beat me up. And I wasn't at what Culture HQ, which he knows, by the way. He knows I don't work there. He knows I'm a freelancer, roaming around. And then, yes, I, you know, we agreed to sit down for his food fight show. We threw chicken at each other, as any good uh, combat combatants would do and now we have to sell it in the ring later like every good wrestling feud it ends with chicken and then you'd get in the (laughs) ring and you see who the better man is why do you
0: think joe hendry is such a dick honestly he tries to portray himself as a good guy and then but he's kind of he's kind of a little jerk
2: I don't know. Maybe it's because people don't believe in him. Maybe that's what it is. If you don't believe in Joe Hendry, he's like, but I've told you this a thousand times. And again, look, with my with my serious hat on, uh, especially from looking at it from a UK perspective, he has made tremendous strides over the last couple of years. Like he really, really, really has. And he's a very, very smart uh, human being too, in terms of how, how he markets himself. I just think he needs to understand that sometimes people are going to say things you don't like about you and that's okay. And it shouldn't, hey, look, It shouldn't. If every single time someone said something bad about you, it ends with you having fisticuffs. I don't. Well, that is kind of how society works. But I think there has to be some some kind of a line. But look, he put out the challenge, and I'm happy to to answer that challenge and and prove to him that YouTubers can still kick ass. That's the (laughs) the, that's the major thing we're taking away here is that you can make wrestling videos and you can get in a ring and still prove that you deserve to be there.
1: Okay, but can we talk about gut
2: check these nuts though? I mean, I thought it was a good line, right? That's a great line. That's a great line. Joe said, Do you want to be on gut check? And I said gut check, he's nuts. That's funny. That is funny stuff as far as I'm concerned. He didn't like it. He still doesn't like it. He thought he thinks I make a joke out of out of wrestling. And do you know what? He is correct, but it's meant to be like an all encompassing joke. It's meant to be like wrestling's funny. We all get in our pants and roll around. Maybe we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. And and he thinks that's me being disrespectful. Maybe he's right. <laughs> I disagree. But that's what he thinks anyway.
0: Have you thought about making less jokes, Simon? Are you able to do that?
2: No, I'm not able to do that because I don't take Fair. myself seriously. That's the issue. I'd have to actually hold myself <laughs> with some kind of esteem <laughs> to stop making jokes. The thing is, they're all very nice jokes. They're all very silly jokes. Like I never say anything that anybody, I don't think, well, I would, I would, I'm incorrect, but I always try and approach it. And I never actually, so I never actually say anything about, you know, the human being. You know what I mean? It's all about what we're seeing, what we're seeing on camera. Like that, I, that, that I think is is sorely lacking in the um, I don't know what do we call it wrestling personality space, content creator space. I don't know what the right term is. They're all horrible. They're all horrible, horrible terms. But I think there is again not one to, to veer too off in, into a different discussion. But that's kind of the way I've always approached it because I did look at the, the, the you know I ran the gambit. and Everyone was so horrible. <laughs> I feel like there's enough horribleness in the world without also doing it for something as awesome as pro wrestling. So, you know, I always, you know, let, let's take the mick out of the characters. Let's not take the mick out of the uh, the people behind the masks.
0: What was the reaction when this match actually got announced? Like, what, what kind of messages did you receive when they put that graphic up? Joe Henry, Simon Miller.
2: So... Social media has its pros and its cons. Let's just say it, it has its ups and its downs. I'm a terrible person. I've gone there, but you know that's that's just the life. I have never received a reaction like that on social media ever, and it was kind of there was two very different um, trains of thought. One of was the hell is going on? <laughs> why why you want an impact pay per view? Fair point, fair point. But the other one, and the one that really you know gave me a huge boost. So many people were really, really happy about this. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, it was absolutely incredible. You know, the, again, we just talked about it, but there is this idea that there is a lot of negativity and sadness and screw you, and we hope you fail. But I was getting people both, you know, adding me in the replies and sending me, you know, DMs saying, it's so cool to see that you've done this. You know, I followed everything you've done over the last-
1: Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero bread has zero grams of sugar and is under a hundred calories per serving plus high in fiber with five to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code
2: AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10, H E R O dot C O last few years. And you know, it was almost like uh, we're all, we're living vicariously through you, and the fact that you've done it kind of makes us feel like we've all done it, and that's awesome. Because I don't know whether I've ever sort of marketed myself that way, but I'll absolutely take it if we can sort of come up with this uh, little clan <laughs> that walks around just like, yeah, success, and we're all patting each other on on the back. Then, yeah, I think that's great, and it really was. I remember, as sad as it sounds, I did kind of go to bed that night, and I just felt a little bit happier. <laughs> a little bit happier with the world because genuinely i mean again people were really really pleased that it happened and they also said i'm going to go out of my way to to check this match out which comes with it a certain amount of pressure but i quite like that i think that's you know being in a comfortable situation i think is um important for growth and all those stupid human terms that we say but yeah if anybody is watching this and you did send me one of those messages you know please do know that you you truly put a spring in my at my step that day and I don't, I think it. I think I'll have to double check, but in terms of, you know, social media engagement, I think it destroyed any kind of record that I ever had. Like, I, I knew it was quite good because even my dad, who thinks professional wrestling is the worst thing that has ever existed on the planet, and why he looks at the analytics of my, my tweets or my ex posts, whatever the hell we're calling it, even he was like, well, this has done very well. And then he wanted to know more about it. So I was like, if I've won my dad over, let's, let's, let's chalk this up to a huge success. So yeah, I get, we'll give it a tick.
1: I've, I've got to put it over because the way that this match came together was different from how most matches on a televised wrestling program come together. It was done mostly online. Jeremy and I sat on this show and discussed it because at the time people were kind of like, what's going on with Simon and Joe Henry?" And I said, <laughs> and I explained, I was like, I think this is becoming a thing. And I'm excited because it's turning out to be a really well put together thing as it were. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the match tonight. But here's here's the real question going into it. What is your Nando's order?
2: What is my, well, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit of a wuss. Um, actually, you know what? I, I am privileged, though. I've been having Nando's since, for like, 20 years. Because somehow my Nan, uh, you know, she, she's passed away now. But she she figured out Nando's, like, before Nando's was a thing. Like, one day we just went to see my Nan's because we're all going out for Portuguese chicken. And we were like, what? Why? What?" And it was Nando's. So I've been having Nando's for a good, you know, couple of decades. But now I am a bit of a wuss. I have lemon and herb. Half chicken, because again, you got to get your protein in, and then I have spicy rice. Even that's a little bit too much for me, but you know, you got to get your rice. And ever since they introduced that broccoli, I mean, that's just what—that's just like the most boring gym food ever, isn't it? Oh, chicken rice and broccoli. <laughs> that's just what I've explained, but I do, I, I do enjoy it. Although, you know, if we are if we are going off piste not enough people talk about this. Nando's make a good mashed potato. Now it's rare to say that about a restaurant that is, you know, mostly chicken focused. But yeah, if no way if you haven't tried you haven't tried the mashed potato, check it out. It, it, it's good stuff. Which is another reason why me throwing the lemon and herb chicken at Joe was sad. I could have eaten that and instead it ended up on his on his jacket and he wasn't very happy about it. That ch- and that chicken was not edible once, once all that was done. I tried. It was a bad idea. <laughs> was
0: was there any hesitation to kind of do all of this because of the potential backlash and, and reaction you know our our boss our friend sean ross sap he did an impaler ddt to the reaction of nothing and it got got a lot of backlash from that of like what what is this journalist doing trying to do wrestling stuff like did that thought ever cross your mind
2: so i mean look i, I know that, that... That was most unfair what happened to sean because he did you know he's trained to be a wrestler and all of that and people just decided to forget that was a thing (laughs) but i think i i think i just got lucky i think most people within the space we were kind of advertising the match knew that i wrestled a lot in the uk so i think they just saw it as oh he's, he's making a natural a natural next step i suppose the difficult thing was to pull back the curtain a little bit but again you know we all know what's going on here when somehow we had successfully convinced people that it was legit (laughs) it that's when it did get a little bit awkward because i had promoters messaging me i had other wrestlers messaging me i had you know uh, wrestling fans you know mentioning me uh, going like are you okay do you need help other people being like because it was deliberately meant to be done sometimes he was a bit of a dick sometimes i was a bit of a dick Like that's how i think you get people to believe in it because you know, even if you're the nicest person ever, if I come up and punch you in the face, you're gonna punch me back. You're not gonna be like, No, I do not resort to violence. So there was this sort of moment where I was a bit like, oh man, people think this is this is real, <laughs> which I was not expecting. How do I kind of sort of circumvent this without you know it's a very what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very delicate space because obviously you want to you want to keep the, the dream alive. But, you know, as soon as we threw chicken at each other... This was always part of the plan. When we threw chicken at each other, everybody's going to (laughs) know what's going on. It's so absurd. And I was a bit like, it could upset some people. And it did. You know, I got some of the, the tweets being like, oh, I can't believe you tried to pull the wool over my eyes. But I would say that's probably a bigger... I think that's probably a shame about somewhere where the wrestling industry as a whole has headed in. No one actually likes being worked anymore, even though that's the whole point of wrestling is to be worked going, oh, you scallywags, you know, you can you kind of got me there. But no, yeah, it, it there was it was certainly a couple of weeks where it was a bit rickety, especially when it was my turn to play, you know, the bigger the bigger asshole, because mostly that's not that's not what I do. But again, to make this work, we knew that we had to do it. But it actually was quite fun. And now I've gone through it once. I think I'd handle it better the the, the second time. But I certainly got a lot of messages of people going, oh, you you coward YouTuber. <laughs> You're <laughs> running away from Joe Hendry. And you just have to know, set it like, yeah, big deal. What are you going to do about it? So I think that made it more fun, though. And again, let's not pretend otherwise. This is the biggest platform I've ever been offered as a wrestler. So I just told everybody involved, whatever you want me to do, I'm just going to do it. Do you know what I mean? You've given me this opportunity. And I, you know, you, we've all heard this analogy a thousand times. If I turn up on Steven Spielberg's set, I don't go, Steve, I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> screw you I'm going to do what I'm told and I'm going to make the best of it and that's what they asked me to do and I was like yeah let's go have some fun and it really was fun I can't lie it's some of the best stuff I've done on that side of the uh of sort of the wrestling bubble
0: no you've got to you've got to hit to more with that that doesn't work for me brother like whatever he's (laughs) trying to ask you to do like nah that doesn't work for me brother not doing that tonight
2: (laughs) I should have done it I'm a YouTuber man you can't say you can't say that to me
1: we're TNA doing that (laughs)
2: there you go there is
1: that was awful awful. princess diana sent us a super chat rest her soul simon is truly the best (laughs) of us Yeah, my favorite wrestling personality bald man And bald man and don't tell (laughs) william (laughs) Uh, well coming into that have you have you thought about becoming more of an asshole personality because you just kind of touched on it
2: well it's funny it's funny you say that like we're here to we're here to have fun and have a chat but we're here to sell a pay-per-view too all I'm going to say is this, because I don't want to give the game away too much. If you, for many years, have wanted to see a different side to Simon Miller, you want to buy Turning Point <laughs> this evening, or tomorrow, or whatever, because it's on streaming. That was one of the things that was so appealing about this to me as well, is that after the chats, Impact wanted to present me in a very different way, and it was very exciting, because Again, I'm probably pulling the curtain back a little bit too much, but let's not be ridiculous. It is a creative endeavor, and it's fun to challenge yourself in different ways. So there is a twist on this show. People should be able to figure this out. I'm doing a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge here. But there is a twist on this show, and it worked out so well. I almost broke it by smiling too much (laughs) because I just couldn't believe it. But again, it it will go out to the wider audience this evening. And if it does get received as well as it did in the building, then I'm going to be the happiest man ever. But yeah, no, it was. It absolutely was. But I enjoyed it because it felt completely different. And I like that, right? That's what you, we can all do the same thing over and over. And that's awesome. But sometimes it's good to have some fun as well, which is why I'm also really excited for people to see this because some people won't see it coming. And hopefully that gets a good reaction. I hope. I cross my fingers.
0: Joel Joel pulled it up. I'm going to pull it up again. But Peter Bratters said, is someone there for Turning Point? It was amazing, and I love the match. And Why uh, cool. Y, y Solable also said he would let you punch him in the face if, <laughs> if that's the thing
1: you would want to do. <laughs> Done. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll I, set I, that I, up. I have a couple of more questions that are non-impact related. I got to ask, have you considered getting
2: into toe wrestling? Is this based on something I did recently? Is this what you've looked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How (laughs) weird was that? Right, let's fill people in. So seriously, here I am, sat at this very desk here with my computer, and all of a sudden it goes ping, and I get an email, and it's from Radio 2. Now, people that don't know, BBC Radio 2 is probably the biggest radio station in the UK. Uh, Radio 1 is the more super cool, hip, you know, 18 to 34 radio station. But Radio 2 is sort of incorporates that demographic and an older one too so it has mad listenerships and the guy that does the afternoon show is called jeremy vine he's somewhat of a controversial figure because well he's very loud on social media so therefore he winds people up and it was from their producer saying oh simon somebody's recommended us to you uh, to us you're a wrestler you're also an mc can you come in and do some commentary as jeremy vine takes on the world toe wrestling champion now i read this email and i'm like where's the prank email it's a prank email what the flip But, you know, I messaged back because I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. And they gave me a call. So, yeah, about two months ago, I went into London. I went to the BBC Radio 2 Studios, which is a very professional outlet. (laughs) I I shall have you know. And I brought a singlet for Jeremy Vine to wear, which was also strange. And I sat there and I watched the World Toe Wrestling Champion take him on. I had to learn all the rules. And it was the most bizarre thing I've done in 2023. But it's also one of those cool things that only professional wrestling could could throw at you Uh, i don't think i'll get into it i don't know if anyone go on youtube toe wrestling right now it's like thumb wars whatever it's called these days but obviously with your feet and i'm just going to throw it out there i don't really want to touch anybody else's feet (laughs) (laughs) that's the truth of it it's a little bit but this guy was really good my gosh he was yeah he absolutely he absolutely smashed it but no so I well, actually no yes I have thought about it and my answer is a resounding no. I don't I don't want to do it. So strange but also pretty cool. Again, pure pro wrestling. Uh
1: Jeremy I don't know if you got another one. Oh, I didn't know if you had one. You
0: said you had a couple non-wrestling. I, yeah. I didn't know if there was another one besides toe wrestling, which I was not expecting at all um i was i was just going to ask getting back into the the impact and, and wrestling you know they were back in the uk for the first time and like forever um just the overall vibe of, of the show and, and impact when you know rebranding back to back to tna what was the overall vibe back there
2: it was crazy like again i wasn't at the glasgow or coventry shows but you know i saw the clips and i heard from the guys mad crowds Do you know what i mean so 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 loud and the newcastle show where turning point is is live from you know, I kind of went and stood behind the curtain when the show started, just to get you know, that classic thing, get a feel. What do people sound like? And you know, I don't know what the attendance was. It was, I mean, it was probably sold out, and that place holds about maybe two thousand five hundred people or something like that. But it was so loud, and they were so up for it, and they were just, you know, they kept that energy up for the whole the whole show, which is a good three hours long. And apparently, it was the same for the whole tour. And we've kind of seen it back in the day, I suppose, because TNA slash Impact is on free free TV over here it's just opened it up for a bigger fan base especially sort of back in the 2010 whenever it was that era you know if you didn't want to pay for wwe you could just watch tna and i think that's kind of meant over here a lot of people grow up with it so it's their wrestling company of choice like a lot of the younger wrestlers that are on the scene over here they're not wwe guys they're tna guys because again they don't have any money when they're children so they're not going to go for sky or bt or tnt as it is now over here they watched it on free television and therefore i think that's kind of you know, translated across to the fan base too. So even though they haven't been over in eight years or whatever it was, they still want to go back. And the fact that they announced it was TNA again, like a week before, again, just constant TNA, TNA chants. So it was really cool to see because... I think that's been the best thing about wrestling this year is that there is so much wrestling on TV, but you can pick and choose what you want. And of, of course, you know, WWE has a bigger fan base and Impact doesn't have as big a fan base. But there's still people that are so damn passionate about it and they're so dialed in. And really, that's all you can ask for, right, is an audience that is happy to support you and, uh, yeah, you know, back your product. So, yeah, it was awesome to see, Um, I think... No one has said anything to me, but the vibe was they're going to come back a lot sooner. I presume in 2024. And again, I think the more they come over and the more they can reestablish themselves here, they just you know do bigger venues. And again, they have such a cool footing over here. And I thought it was also not just me, but it was so badass how they reached out to a bunch of UK wrestlers to get that sort of feel on the show and obviously they signed leon off the back of it too leon slater who's just nonsense wrestler. i mean i don't know how he does half the things that he does do so i do think they have like i say a really cool connection over here and i hope they can keep it going because you know i mean wwe was over here on sunday too And obviously, AEW had the all-in show. So we're just winning. (laughs) We're we're just winning right now. And I'm never going to get mad at that because there was a long while after WCW died where we would just get those ridiculous UK pay-per-views by WWE. And they were just glorified house shows. They were fun going to... But after every one, you drove home going, I kind of think they pulled the wool over our eyes. (laughs) I don't actually think that meant anything. So to get to this space now, I just think it's super cool. And it kind of almost um, increases your fandom even more because you actually have something to get more invested in.
1: I was going to ask, I I like the idea of coming back because you've got Will Ospreay wanting to come back in a TNA ring. You've got Zack Sabre Jr. recently saying he wants to compete in back to which i say you have until december zach because then it's tna but uh regardless (laughs) there's there's plenty of of uk talent that's available and ready to work in tna and i i hadn't realized like you said it's on free tv in the uk so the availability is right there it it sounds so that's that's pretty wild um my my last question for you what's your favorite metallica song and your favorite metallica album i know you were a club fan
2: i mean obsessive my girlfriend thinks i'm weird um, there's a room in my house that's dedicated to Metallica memorabilia, <laughs> which I'm genuinely embarrassed about, but also don't care. Um, so it changes every day. I mean, you have to say that because it's true. But I'm going to give you the, the boring answers. Actually, no, no, I'll give you a different answer. My favorite Metallica song right now is Creeping Death, mostly because it came on in the gym yesterday. And I had this is why I love Metallica so much, and I'm sure people can relate to it. It was like I'd never heard it before. Who knows why, right? It just got me, and I was like, this is the greatest riff I've ever heard in my life. So I'm going to throw Creeping Death in there. But Master of Puppets is my, is, is my favorite album, just because, again, there's a bias to it in the sense it was the first album I ever heard by Metallica. And as stupid as it sounds, when I did first hear Metallica, it totally changed what I thought music was. Like I was super young and all my friends were listening to pop music and R&B, which I liked to a a certain extent, but it didn't really do much for me. Then I heard Master of Puppets and it was like, oh my gosh, is this how they feel about about that genre of music? And it just, it, it never gets old. But I'm such a Metallica fan. I can even. I've even gone through Lulu a couple of times, the Lou Reed album, and been like, "Well, it's not that bad." And look, it is that bad. It's that bad. <laughs> it's, bad. It, it's bad. It's, it, that should be like all copies should be buried in the center of the earth, and nobody should be allowed to listen to it. But I, sometimes I would go on these flights of fancies and go, "Well, actually, from one minute twenty-seven to two minutes twelve, that riff is pretty good, and <laughs> maybe we can we can draw something out of that." But no, yeah, right now I go for Creeping Death, and I'll go for uh, Master of Puppets. But I will also give a shout out to No Leaf Clover. Because nobody ever ever talks about that song, especially because it was just a random song they did on SNM one day. They just played it live with it. That's a new song. It was like what? And that was it. I never talked about it again until they reintroduced it into their live set years later. So,
1: but yeah, even yeah. so, the, the live version that they do without a symphony orchestra just doesn't have the same appeal. Like it's so it, much better and broader with a full symphony yeah.
2: orchestra. That better- 1999 version, dare I say it? Cue the internet melting down. Is actually perfect. Like it is yeah. perfect, and really, if they'd never played it again, that probably would have added to its sort of specialness as well. But I do love that song, yeah, it's That's amazing. So.
1: I grew up with, with Metallica and Anthrax, Pantera, and, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, a, a lot of the metal bands from that uh, that era. So, uh, so I, I needed to ask because, yeah, Metallica was big in my day, uh, and Megadeth, of course, because always, you know, always. You have
2: uh, yeah, crazy and, Dave Mustaine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You and I might just have a whole other conversation, a whole separate time about metal and and all that stuff. Uh, but I've I, I've ran out of stuff to talk about. For now, we're we're gonna let you keep. We're gonna let you go about your day. I know you got a busy night tonight, so why don't you plug your stuff and get on out of here.
2: Hell yeah. I mean, if you just go to what Culture Wrestling on YouTube, search for myself, Simon Miller, you get two different channels. And very sadly, if I had known where my career was going, I never would have called myself this when I signed up to social media. Simon Miller 316 on all, <laughs> on all platforms. Again, when I signed up for that, I was like working in a completely different industry and I couldn't have Simon Miller, obviously. So I thought, well, I like Stone Cold. <laughs> and now it's just become a thing. And, uh, yeah, if you are in the UK I'll, and you're living in Birmingham, I'll see you this evening. So, I'm about to jump in a car and uh, and go wrestle, which I'm very, very excited about for kamikaze wrestling. So, I'll give them a shout out too. But, yeah, if you just search for Simon Miller, usually my stupid bald head uh, pops up and any kind of support would rock. And, guys, I also want to say thank you very much for having me on. Uh, I just love it. Anytime anybody asks me, I feel super privileged. So, thank you very much.
1: Was Was
0: a
2: pleasure thank you for joining us.
0: Yes, appreciate you yeah. joining us, Simon. Why so will ask, uh, give the chat an up,
2: please. Oh, absolutely absolutely everyone the chat gets an up you guys getting an up and the whole shebang gets a golden up don't forget none of that means anything <laughs> but if it means something to you i massively appreciate it so golden ups all round. there
0: you go everybody's love everybody's popping for the golden up thank you simon yes. we appreciate yes. it everyone My check pleasure. out turning point tonight watch simon kick the shit out of joe Hendry.
1: <laughs> we'll be That's covering it tonight We'll be covering it tonight, youtube.com slash Fightful, myself and Cresta We will have a post-show after Turning Point talking about this, voting over Simon, and I'm sure burying the absolute heel, Joe Henry. That's what we're going to do. Simon, right. thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're looking forward to doing it again.
2: Thanks, Bye, I guys. I'll see you soon. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye. Take care.